Thank you, Jesus. We're just going to stay in this uh, space. There is a flow of what God is doing this morning, and I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt it. Thank you, Jesus. You can stay standing or you can sit. It is entirely up to you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Why don't you just start to tell Jesus that you love him? We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. You don't have to whisper it. You can say it louder. (laughs) We love you, Jesus. 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 Our hearts yearn for you, Jesus. Our hearts yearn for you, Jesus. They long for you. We are thirsty. We are hungry. And we come to the source of living water. And we say we love you. We love you, Jesus. Just keep telling him, keep telling him. We love you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for everything that you are doing. But we thank you, Jesus, for everything of who you are. I I had... uh, Jesus uh, really impressed on me Thursday this week. Up until Thursday, I had no idea what uh, he wanted to say. He always wants to say something, right? So it just took me a little while to catch up. And uh, Thursday, he kind of crashed in. um, And... There is, an, there is an invitation uh, available to us right now here in this moment um, to love Jesus for who he is and not just for everything that he has done for us and not just for everything that he gives to us, but to love him for who he is. Does that make sense? And uh, I had a, um, I had a weird, it felt weird, a weird picture um, on Thursday where I, I saw Jesus standing um, and he had his hands outstretched like this. And as he had his hands outstretched, I could see the scars in his hands from the nails when he was crucified. And I saw people coming to him and putting their fingers in his scars 
and then saying thank you and just walking away. And the thing, one of the biggest things that caught me out was the look on Jesus' face. <laughs> because I know, and we know from the Bible, Jesus gave himself so willingly and so freely for us. It was for the joy set before him that he endured the cross. And yet, in that picture that I had, his face looked sad. And it struck me that we so often come to Jesus for the things that we need and the things that we want, which are all good things. And they are all things that he, he longs and he's ready and he's so willing to give us. He's so willing. There is no question over the motives of his heart and the generosity. It is beyond our comprehension. He is so generous and he is so willing. And yet, I felt a, I felt a check in me as I was just seeing this in, in my mind's eye of, do we come to him for him? Do we want him? Or do we just want everything that he gives us? I think it can be so easy to let me start that again everything that Jesus has done for us and gives to us is cannot be separated from the person of Jesus does that make sense it cannot be separated from the person. And I felt like I heard him say, do you see me rightly? Do you want me for my benefits or do you want me for me? Do you want me for my benefits or do you want me for me? And I love what, Chris brought just a few minutes ago about Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus. She positioned herself in a place as Jesus's disciple. She positioned herself literally like the, that the place sat on the floor in front of Jesus's feet. That is the, that's like the spot for learning. That is the spot for spending time with. That is the position where you say, teach me, Jesus. I want to know you. I want to love you. And Jesus is inviting us to, to keep having our view of him renewed and to keep having our hearts drawn to loving him for him. I could, um, this is my husband Josh, for those of you who don't know. Um, and uh, I, could, I could love Josh uh, because he contributes financially to our family. I could love Josh because 
he makes great coffee, which he does, by the way. Wait. Um, I could love him for that. I could love him for how he, the way that he makes me a cup of tea in the morning. I could uh, love him for how he loves me and hugs me when I need a hug and comforts me and uh, makes me laugh. He's a very funny guy. Um, I could love him for all of those things. And yes, they, they contribute to my love for him. And they definitely help my love to grow. But our love is often tested when something doesn't quite go our way. And when something doesn't look the way that it looks like. And you often have to intentionally position yourself to remain in love. You have to position yourself intentionally to remain in love. Thank you, Jesus. Can we, I'm just going to grab my Bible quickly, I forgot that. (laughs) If you have a Bible, you can turn to Romans 6. Um, It should hopefully be coming up on the screen as well. (laughs) Maybe not. Um, I will read it out to you. I'm going to read it from the, uh, from the Passion Translation. This is from verse 6. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, from verse 6. Could it be any clearer that our former identity is now and forever deprived of its power? For we were co-crucified with him to dismantle the stronghold of sin within us so that we would not continue to live one moment longer submitted to sin's power. Obviously, a dead person is incapable of sinning. And if we were co-crucified with the anointed one, that's Jesus, we know that we will also share in the fullness of his life. And we know that since the anointed one has been raised from the dead to die no more, his resurrection life has vanquished death and its power over him is finished. Yeah. For by his sacrifice, he died to sin's power once and for all, but he now, this is it, he now lives continuously for the Father's pleasure. So let it be the same way with you. Since you are now joined with him, you must continually view yourselves as dead and unresponsive to sin's appeal while living daily for God's pleasure in union with Jesus, the anointed one. I'm going to read that last bit again. Let it be the same way with you. Since you are now joined with him, you must continually 
view yourselves as dead and unresponsive to sin's appeal while living daily for God's pleasure in union with Jesus, the anointed one. Paul essentially, he's talking, if you want a, a chunkier a chunkier bit, you can start from chapter 5 all the way up to, up to that section. So Paul's essentially talking about the gift of grace that we have been given through Jesus' sacrifice for us on the cross and then what that grace then releases us to do. Uh, so let me just remind you, grace gives us what we don't deserve. Mercy is when we don't get what we do deserve. Okay? Would it be best if I switched now? Okay. I don't know. I'm just doing as I'm told. <laughs> Thank you. And I don't know about you guys, what Chris said about the distraction, being distracted. Uh, I have felt enormously distracted and like a sense of heaviness that I feel like I've had to really, like, it's felt hard to push through it since the beginning of this year. Has anyone else felt that? If you have, you can just wave at me. Great, awesome. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm not alone. <laughs> um, and... I think it's important to remember two things. God invites us as the, the, the picture that we have had, that we have been kind of using as an analogy for a number of months now about leaning back into that rubber ring and just letting God take us down the river. There is, there is, there is very little that we can do in our own strength to, um, to deal with distraction that is being brought upon us by, that is, that is not necessarily a, something that we are choosing into. Let me explain. What I mean by that is we can put into place all sorts of habits and rhythms and routines, but we have an enemy after our own soul. And we have an enemy who does not want us to grow closer to Jesus. We have an enemy who does not want us to grow more in love with Jesus. And so he will send distractions and heaviness and irritations to rile us and to, to put barriers in the way. And we... Paul talked about how our, our fight is not against flesh, flesh and blood. Often I think we fight against ourselves in this, right? I, maybe, maybe that's just me. But I, I feel like often I fight against myself. And I'm like, oh, come on! And Paul in, in the Bible said, your fight isn't against flesh and blood, but it's against the powers and the principalities of, of the air. That's the enemy and all of his all of his agents, and he, wants to, and he wants to stop you in your tracks from getting closer to Jesus. Because he knows that as you grow in close, closer to Jesus, as you grow in love with Jesus, your, your, your communion with Jesus, your union, will see an increase 
in the anointing, the authority that Jesus has called you to walk in. And I want, I want Jesus for him and not for the things that he would do through me in the sense of, I'm trying to explain this best I can, in the sense of priorities. What is our priority? Our, our culture sways us to focus on our destiny, on the meaning of our life. Jesus is the meaning of our life. Jesus is our destiny. He's the one that we're running after. He's the one that our race is set on. He, he, he's the goal. He is the prize. But I think so often we kind of, and culture doesn't help with this, and this is, this is where we, it's so important, that was what Chris was saying a couple of weeks ago about staying strong and being strong. Our connection to Jesus will help us to stay strong and rooted in what Jesus says and not what culture says. And our, our, my heart's desire is that I don't get so caught up in wanting to see all the things, like we have many conversations around here around about how we want to see the dead raised, we want to see ears open, we want to see eyes see, we want to see the miraculous, we want to see the power of God breaking out, yes and amen, absolutely, and Jesus is so willing to do that among us, there's no question of that either. But we're not going to steward his move very well if we're holding what he does dearer than who he is. We're not. It's going to be wasted. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't want anything that he does among us and in this town wasted. And thankfully, he doesn't waste anything. That's, uh, that's the goodness of God. <laughs> so Jesus lives continuously for the Father's pleasure. Let it be the same way with you. To live daily for God's pleasure in union with Jesus, the anointed one. Let us be people who want union with Jesus more than all of his benefits. And I'm just aware of time. If you want to know some... If you want like a list, sometimes lists are helpful, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you want a list of some of the benefits that, that Jesus gives to us, you can head to Psalm 103. We're not going to go there now. But I felt a, as Jesus was talking, I felt uh, two things, that there was like a... For some of us, we, can, we, we know we, that Jesus is already speaking to us about this, and we're kind of on a, uh, oh gosh, I've got that word in my mouth, journey. <laughs> adventure, thank you. <laughs> we are on that adventure in growing closer 
to Jesus, in growing more in love with Jesus. And I felt for some of us that Jesus wanted to very lovingly offer a little bit of a course correction. And if you're the kind of person who wants a bit of biblical background to to kind of back up what I'm talking about, uh, you only need to look at the story of the prodigal son. That's in Luke 15. The prodigal son, we often see that story as as the most beautiful picture of the father's goodness and the father's kindness and and it is but there was something I noticed this week that I have never noticed before and it's that the the son the prodigal son he wanted the inheritance more than the relationship he wanted the inheritance more than the relationship he was in his father's house He had everything accessible to him, and yet his goal, his focus, was his inheritance, not on on relationship with the Father. Our primary goal needs to continue to be knowing and loving Jesus. And... uh, Oh, I heard a really hard-hitting um, message this week uh, by a, a pastor out in the States called Michael Koulianos. Um And he said this. He said, the only reason... He's talking about distractions here. So the things that we would... We would our hearts would choose, our focus would choose instead of Jesus. The only reason you would choose something other than him is if you don't see his worth. (laughs) The only reason you would choose something other than him is if you don't see his worth. Jesus, let us see your worth. And I think that's what he meant when he said, do you see me rightly? Do you see me rightly? Because if we saw him rightly, we couldn't just come to him, have a touch, and then just walk away. If we see him rightly, then we see his worth. Our first calling is to be like him. Our first calling is to be his friend. And our second calling that comes after that is to do the works that he did. He wants friends, he doesn't want employees. Friends first, friends first. John, in the, in the Gospel of John, um, Jesus talks about abiding in him, so staying connected to him, and that when we are connected to him, we bear, we bear fruit. And then he goes on to say, apart from me, you can do nothing. 
And in that section, two ways that he talks about abiding in him, so staying connected with him, is staying connected to his words and staying connected in love. So I know often we, the way that our brains work and, the, and how we work is we're like, come on, give me the practical, what do I need to do? And some of that is between you and Jesus and for Jesus to show you. But there are two things that I saw in, um, in that passage in John where Jesus talks about staying connected to the vine and abiding in him, so he's the vine and abiding in him. And that is stay connected to his word Stay connected to this. Stay really connected to this. Stay connected to his word that he speaks directly to you. He will teach you his ways. And stay connected to him in love. Two things. That, as, you, as I say it, that almost sounds like too simple, right? Is that just me? Maybe that's just me. It sounds simple. Stay connected to his words. Stay connected to his love. But this is one of the ways that we can keep, that we can keep growing in him, that we can keep seeing him rightly, is staying connected to his words and staying connected to his love. So I'm going to ask us to stand. Uh, Kirsten, if you are around, thank you so much. Uh, there is I'm just going to wait you right to start playing a second thank you no <laughs> thanks thank you though um, thank you Jesus We need, to, we need to keep responding. There has, been like a, there has been a very gentle invitation to response this morning. But it's not, it's, the moment's not over. He's not done. And the question that I have for us is, this, will we position ourselves to be utterly captivated by him? There's a song that we sing here where uh, actually some of the the, the words are to see you, to see you rightly, just as you are. You are beautiful. When we see Jesus rightly, we are utterly, utterly captivated by him. Utterly captivated. And there is a, as I said earlier, there are, I feel like there is two uh, particular groups of people that Jesus wants to um, just meet with this morning are uh, 
for some of you, you are, you know that you are kind of, you are moving on this trajectory in growing more in love with Jesus. And hunger is growing and, you're, and you can feel it and, you, and you, you want more and you know that there's more. And then for others of you, just like what Chris was saying earlier, your, all of the intention is there, but there, is been, there have been so many distractions that have taken you off the course that you, you know you want to be on. But it, often it can feel like the hunger ebbs and flows. And the invitation of Jesus in this moment is, come and let me set you back on that, on that course again. So if you are in either two of those groups of people, um, we are talking very specifically about positioning ourselves. So I'm going to ask you to do that in the natural and in the physical and to start moving forward. Come on forward. If you're wanting Jesus to give you a course correction in your in hunger, or if you are if you know that you are kind of you're on the on that track, but you are just so hungry for more. If you can just keep moving further forward for me, just to allow more people to come forward. Awesome. Thank you, Jesus. 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 This is from uh, Song of Songs, chapter 2. And this is the shepherd king, this is Jesus speaking to you. The one I love calls to me. Arise, my dearest, this is us. Arise, my dearest Jesus. Hurry, my darling, come away with me. And Jesus says, I have come, as you have asked, to draw you to my heart and to lead you out. For now is the time, my beautiful one. The season has changed. The bondage of your barren winter has ended. And the season of hiding is over and it's gone. The rains have soaked the earth and left it bright with blossoming flowers. The season for singing and pruning the vines has arrived. He's pruning the vines to allow for more growth as his goodness. I hear the cooing of doves in our land, filling the air with songs to awaken you and guide you forth. Can you not discern this new day of destiny that is breaking forth around you? 
the early signs of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. The budding vines of new life are now blooming everywhere. The fragrance of their flowers whispers, there's change in the air. Arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run with me to the higher place. Arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run with me to the higher place, for now is the time to arise and come away with me, for you are my dove hidden in a split open rock. It was I who took you and hid you up high in the secret stairway of the sky. Let me see your radiant face. And hear your sweet voice, how beautiful your eyes of worship, and how lovely your voice in prayer. And this is his instruction to us about those distractions. You must catch the troubling foxes, those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship. For they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what I've planted within you. You must catch them. Will you catch them and remove them for me? And then he says this, we will do it together. He's so kind. He is so kind. Jesus, we want to know you. We want to know your voice. We want to know your touch. We want to grow in hunger. Would you compel us to greater hunger? Would you compel us to a greater yes, a greater surrender? Jesus, we want you to trust us with the greater things that you have planned for us. Jesus, help us to be to be your friends, to be your companions, to be your lover. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just keep engaging and keep your eyes focused on him. If you are... If you are not in a place of receiving... Okay. If you're not in a place of receiving from Jesus right now, then uh, and can pray for some of these people, then I'd love to invite you to come forward. Let's be family together. Thank you, Jesus. He's so very kind, and he's so very good. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. 
Um, can I ask for those of you who have, who have really felt like a, a heaviness and like a distraction since the beginning of the year, can I ask you just to wave your hand at me, just really brave. Thank you so much. Amazing. Um, for those of for those people who, who put their hands up, if you're next to them and they're happy for you to do this, can you just pop a hand on them? If you're on your own, then you can just pop a hand on your own head. <laughs> That's good too. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Can we just stand in agreement together as we pray? In the name of Jesus, we bind every work of the enemy to bring distraction, to bring oppression, to bring heaviness, to bring irritability. And we break it now in the name of Jesus. And we declare, I declare an acceleration over you now into hunger, an acceleration into love, an acceleration into everything that God would want to show you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to Numa Sunday's podcast. For more information, go to numachurch.uk, where you can find more ways to connect with us. Have a great week, and remember you're loved.